Hello and welcome to the Black Arrow's Employment Team podcast where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. This podcast is intended for managers and business owners and aims to keep you on the street and narrow with your staff. My name is Simon Nelson. I'm head of the Black Arrow's Employment Team. This is our Listen and Learn season of podcasts. Welcome to episode seven of season five of Employment Lawyer in Your Pocket. Let me welcome along Donna Reynolds and Duncan Milne. Hi guys, how's it going today? Hello, not bad, thank you. Well, the big question is how did the big um, office move go in Edinburgh? Very Smoothly, I was ready. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready a week before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't believe so, that. Uh, excited for air conditioning. <laughs> and the TVs? And the TVs. Oh, it's beautiful. And the beds for late night working? Not, we've not got the pods yet, but I'm sure it's not far away. <laughs> okay. This is our Listen and Learn season of podcasts. We tell a story about a situation we've encountered. We won't obviously disclose client details and then we'll talk about the law relating to that situation. And then we give our three takeaway tips. We're on episode seven. You've probably already heard an episode one, but if you haven't, stop, go back to the beginning. We're telling the story in order. Nice. Just like Strictly, Simon. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. Except yes. I'm always one show behind. So, are. so, so I have are. to tell you to be quiet about it when you come in on the Monday. So guess who was kicked out on Sunday? <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> One story told week by week. Okay, so to pick up where we left off last episode, Bruce was dismissed and wanted his job back. He appealed the decision to dismiss him. Shield, or Stark Industries, according to Donna, yeah, uh, yeah. the employer, mm-hmm. in any case, were preparing and investigating for an appeal hearing. You'll remember that Bruce, a.k.a. the Hulk, was arguing that his sore fists amounts to disability. In my defence, Stark Industries is Iron Man, and Iron Man works with the Hulk. Okay. So that's where okay. I got mixed it's up. It's a group company, is it? Exactly. <laughs> oh, nice. Associated employer. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So today it's Bruce's appeal hearing, and S.H.I.E.L.D. have investigated Bruce's sore arthritic fists and have invited Bruce to an appeal hearing. Tony Stark has asked his computer system Jarvis, J-A-R-V-I-S, to chair the hearing as one of his most senior and trusted employees. (laughs) So what does Jarvis stand for then, Duncan? I had to look this one up. I didn't know this. I thought it would be something quite interesting, but it's not. Just a rather very intelligent system. Ah, So she's definitely the woman for the job, I would say. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Okay. So Bruce raises his issues regarding the arthritis in his hands. Jarvis has investigated fully. She was satisfied, based on the occupational health report, that his arthritis was not yet at a stage where it affected his work and was very, very minor. The arthritis clearly had no effect on why Bruce mixes up the dosages in the pills, and that was just a very careless mistake by Bruce. So that sounds reasonably straightforward. Assume that Jarvis dismissed the appeal on the basis that the disability did not have any effect on Bruce's mistake. You would think so. However, Bruce made a comment during the appeal hearing that the chemicals used to make up the pills were not properly labelled in terms of health and safety legislation across the business. So basically, Bruce blew the whistle, saying it was only a matter of time before somebody made his mistake and that he was the unlucky one. (laughs) (laughs) So that means that if Bruce is dismissed because he was telling his employer that he did something wrong, he can claim unfair dismissal. 
Is that right? I think that's right. Um, although it's for Bruce to prove in an employment tribunal that this was the reason for his dismissal. So I think there are four key issues here to be considered. Okay. One, is Bruce protected although he has been dismissed? Two, has Bruce made a qualifying disclosure? Three, will or has Bruce suffered any detriment? And four, what does Jarvis do? Hmm. Well, as my gut instinct would be for Jarvis to postpone the hearing there uh, to investigate the whistleblowing a bit further. Is that right? Well, I mean, that would be sensible even for Jarvis and all our knowledge. So issue number one, is Bruce protected? What do you think? Well, there's case law on this. Um, relevant case being Onyango against Berkeley, trading as Berkeley solicitors. <laughs> Why are you chuckling? I'm <laughs> just laughing. God's sake, you guys set me up for this every okay. week. Another difficult case now. <laughs> the Employment Tribunal found that disclosures after termination are protected, provided, and this is important, there's some connection between the disclosure and the former employment. Okay, so Bruce passes the first hurdle of the test. He's still moving through an internal process, and although dismissed, there's certainly a connection between the disclosure and his former employment. So question two, has Bruce said something which allows him to qualify for whistleblowing protection? Mm. Well, the categories of wrongdoing by the employer, which mean that employee's disclosure is protected, um, include the following. So firstly, criminal offences. Secondly, breaches of any legal obligations. Thirdly, miscarriages of justice. Fourthly, danger to health and safety of any individual. Fifthly, damage to the environment and finally number six the deliberate concealing of information about any of the well the topics i just mentioned okay so which in your case do you think applies here dunk well definitely number two breaching legal obligations however what we haven't mentioned is that uh, bruce doesn't state which legislation has been breached and after a bit of reading jarvis found that he that uh oh Stark Industries hadn't, done. <laughs> hadn't breached any legislation. Okay. Does this make a difference? Well, yes and no. Um, Bruce only needs to have a reasonable belief of wrongdoing and that disclosing the wrongdoing is in the public interest. So this is good for Jarvis, though, as she can now move on to dismissal. However, she's been very clear on the reason for dismissal and not subject Bruce to any detriment. So the issue of detriment then, I suppose this is a bit less clear cut. Sure. Um, dismissal because of the protected disclosure would obviously bring a claim for unfair dismissal, but detriment includes treatment that has disadvantaged an employee as a result of whistle, of blowing the whistle. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So there is a code of practice on this, as uh, unsurprisingly. So the Whistle Blowing Commission have a code of practice which includes examples of disadvantages that could amount to a detriment. So I've cherry-picked a few, there are lots, but there's denial of training, unrequested reassignment or re relocation of the employee, suspension, bullying or harassment, fail and failure to provide uh, an appropriate reference. Okay. How long is the code of practice, Duncan? Many pages. Many, Lots of pictures. Many pages. Any pictures? No. Perhaps. <laughs> no. It's, it's not illustrated. <laughs> I don't think it is, unfortunately. <laughs> um, that's interesting about the reference. Um, but if Bruce does request a reference. It would be best to provide a new employer with a basic reference, I think, stating dates worked and job title to avoid any risk of a whistleblowing claim for detriment. Do okay. you agree? Yeah, just I agree. Avoid, avoid I agree. that claim completely. So the fourth issue, what on earth does Jarvis do? What on earth? What on earth? <laughs> do you reckon she should just invite Bruce to a further appeal hearing and proceed with dismissal? 
I think yes. Resounding yes. 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 <laughs> three yeses. Three yeses. Okay, good stuff. So let's move on to our three takeaway tips. Um, tip number one. Number one, don't dismiss any comments from employees that fall into one of the six categories as the important test is whether there's a reasonable belief by the employee and that disclosing the wrongdoing is in the public interest. Okay. Tip two, of course, have a policy which regulates the whistleblowing process. This reduces the risk of external disclosures and encourages a good culture too, where concerns are raised early rather than too late. Tip three, I would suggest that employers provide training to management staff on whistleblowing. If an employee is victimised by a colleague for whistleblowing, they can be personally liable for a successful claim in the employment tribunal as well as the company. So that is tip number three. Um, that was pretty quick, wasn't it? One take wonders today. Apart from that case name, <laughs> you can pronounce the name of a daughter. Onyango. 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 It's not on- silent. It's not silent O and silent G. Don't stop. Nyano. <laughs> I'm not that. That's sick. Stick it. Not any more case references. Jack can have them. <laughs> okay. Cheers and cheerio. Cheers cheerio. and cheerio. Bye. Bye. Well, that's that. That is episode seven done and dusted. We're just flying through. through. I know, aren't we? Flying through these. Skiing through to episode eight um, next week. Unfortunately, guys, I'm on holiday um, next week. Therefore, it's going to be you two and Jack. Since when did you get holidays? (laughs) I thought you were the anchorman. (laughs) Yeah. Anchorman. You've You've got many... Leatherman books and rich mahogany. <laughs> is that a reference to Will Ferrell from? Is it? Yeah, he's <laughs> not as tall um, as Will Ferrell, though, is he? <laughs> Funnier. Ah, <laughs> oh, you see, I like Duncan. He's a nice guy, Duncan. <laughs> so next week is going to be you three. Yes. Ye- no. 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 Can you imagine yourself? No. Can you? No. Okay. So two weeks. Two weeks. Are you on holiday next week, Don? Aren't you? Yeah. So I've earned my three weeks. Though. <laughs> You've got cheek, Don. <laughs> okay, so three weeks, three four weeks. weeks. Never, 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 never. In any case, stay tuned. You'll see episode eight some point in the future. Some point. <laughs> never. <Over the> rainbow. <laughs> okay. Cheers and cheerio.